1: That's right. Brian Mazrowski here with you. Uh, Beaver's on a holiday. I'm not. uh, We're uh, hanging out here for the next hour or so. Thanks for being with me. Humid day today. I thought it would uh, clear out yesterday. Walked down after the rain to Canal Fest. And, man, as soon as that rain stopped, it was just like right back up there. Sweating. Walking down there. But I had a good time and uh, great to see people were out. Even uh, with the threat of rain, people out there enjoying themselves. Canal Fest, I'm sure, all across Western New York. Eight zero three zero nine thirty, the number to join me throughout the day today. Eight zero three zero nine three zero. Would love to hear from you. I have. Um, ah, I'm not looking forward to this afternoon. We got to go to the car dealership, which it's not that bad. I, it's like good and bad news that you know we've got going on as we go to the car dealership. It's it could be worse. It's not like going to the phone store, which is the worst thing, right? It's not like we're going into the cell phone store. The cell phone store is just I mean, it's like hell on earth. It's the cell phone store is the worst place ever. You want every nobody's happy at that cell phone store. You know, everyone's there because they have a problem. You're getting a new phone. No one actually wants to get a new phone. There's some sort of issue with the service. Arguing about a bill. Setting something up, which takes forever. (laughs) You know, nobody it's just that you're always there for a minimum two hours if you're getting anything done at the cell phone store. Oh, did you make an appointment? Like, no, I'm sorry. I just can I walk in anywhere without making a My blood's boiling just thinking about it. The cell phone store is worse than earlier this morning, if you were with us very early. uh, We talked about uh, the idiot who fell into Mount Vesuvius while going after his phone. He was trespassing on an active volcano and fell into the mouth of the volcano. I would rather be uh, inside of Mount Vesuvius than inside of a cell phone store. So it's not that. It could be worse. That's what I always tell myself. It could be worse. Could be going to the phone store, but we have to go to the dealership today. My, it's not for me. I, you know, I got my car like a year or so ago. Oh, I gotta get an inspection. Jim, remind me. Um, so I <laughs> gotta do that. Um, it's not for me. My wife's car is uh, so we need to figure out something. Her lease is up, and as I mentioned, that's good and bad news right now. Because in 2022, when your lease is up, you know, there is some reason to celebrate because the car's market value and the residual value, on the, it, there's such a big difference that you buy out the lease and what you pay for it as opposed to what it's worth is, there, I mean, there's a good difference there. So it's like thumbs up, good news, way to go. You somehow managed to lease a car at exactly the right time. Now the lease is over. It's time to turn it in. And guess what? You can buy it for, you know, what, five, ten, I mean, you name it, thousand dollars less than what anyone's selling it for on any car lot across the area. So there's the good news. The bad news, though, is that if you don't really like the car and ah, just cannot – it's not what we're going to keep for a while. Is that if you are looking for a different car, it's like, well, all right, congratulations. You have some value here that is, you know, just going to be sunk into (laughs) the high price of whatever other car, right? So it's like good news, bad news. Good news, you got a good deal going on. Bad news is if you want anything else, the price is so high it's like it almost cancels out the good news. So you're just like square one. So that's my day today. I but I think we're just gonna stick with the good news part today. And I'll worry about the bad news part. I don't know. When when there's cars available, when's that gonna be? I want a minivan. That's what I want, Jim. I want you know, people. Some people laugh at the minivan. I look at it as a dream car. That's what I'm, uh, I'm hoping for our next car. The mini it, space for everybody. You can haul a bunch of people. You never have to worry about throwing stuff. I mean, you should see. We go to the beach for a day. It's like we're packing for Expedition Alaska with just one kid. I, I want the minivan. Just chuck it all in there in the back. And uh, good luck finding a minivan. That's what I've learned over the last uh, couple of weeks. And That's the other part of why it's like the bad news part is, you know, a week ago you start to put in like, okay, we have a car. We're going to buy out the lease. What's, what can I get for this? What's the car worth? What would different people? So, so then you have to put in the information. And then, you know, what happens when you put in the information to get an offer on the car or see what somebody would value it is now i don't my inbox is full every single morning i wake up to 10 <laughs> different emails of right of just somebody hey are you still looking to hey if you're looking for this deal i i mean it's just non-stop the phone calls and the emails. And that uh, that won't stop even when we do something. So that's like the other part that's the bad news part of the good news. Eight oh three oh nine thirty to join me. Uh, on our uh, text board, someone saying absolutely do not pay MSRP. Uh, you're, I think you're lucky if you if you haven't if you've bought a car in the past couple of years. If you pay MSRP, that's considered a good deal now. That's if you're paying sticker price in this market. That is, you've done a good job. Which is probably why we're going to hang on to this for a little bit. Unless some van just catches my eye. I can't say no. And uh, somebody said they consider phone shopping and car shopping comparable. I, you know, a major headache. And there is some truth to that in the amount of time that it takes. I just the car shopping is usually just for me much easier. You usually you walk in, you know exactly what you're going to get, what you want. I guess for the phone you do that too. You end up it's almost it's understandable a little bit more for the car. You know, it's such a big per all the paperwork, the different things. Sure you have to go into the back room and say no to a million things. And then you come back out. I, I don't know. I just understand it a little bit more when I'm spending three hours in the uh, uh, the car dealership as opposed to three hours in, for the cell phone. Just give me the phone. <laughs> i want to throw it against the wall. And I'm going to have to spend another three hours in here for the new phone. That's the absolute worst place to be. All right. But that's no, that's my afternoon. As for right now. Uh, We're talking about one of the things that, I I don't know, it's, I'd like to hear what people think about this. The border between the U.S. and Canada, there's going to be yet another change today. And depending on how you look at it, right, with the change, I I, want to hear, this is why I want to hear your perspective. Because you can look at it a couple of different ways. You can sound like what I would tend to sound like. It's the mayor of Niagara Falls, Canada, Jim Diodati. You can sound like that where any news of restrictions coming back, any news of furthering Apps like Arrive Can or nothing changing at the border has just sounding like this. We keep asking for the rationale. They never give us the answer.
2: So we're not sure what it is. I've always been told follow the money. So I don't know if there's some major money commitment to this Arrive Can app. I'm not sure if it's something in that regard. But what we do know is it's not helping. It's definitely hurting. And there's a lot of people, innocent people, that are suffering because of bad decisions by federal government.
1: Or you can sound like... Right. You you can sound like this. This is a tweet from us uh using a quote from I believe this is uh, Jimmy Fiegel quoted in the article about the random covid testing for air travelers resuming in Canada. You land in Canada. You have to be vaccinated. You have to have this app. And now they're also going to randomly test people for covid. Thanks. And, and the quote that we tweeted out was the only difference that's happening now was the temporary suspension of random testing at the airport is now being reinstated. And the quote says it's so matter of factly, right? The only difference is, I mean, it was there before and now it's here again. It's just, I mean, it's a simple little bit of a difference. It's just random testing being reinstated. Where do you fall? on that 8030930 because I don't see it as just oh well it's just a random testing being reinstated I tend to fall more in line with Jim Diodati. Here he is again. Something else he said to WBEN.
2: I call this a man made disaster because it's created by some bureaucrats in Ottawa and it's killing tourism. It's killing tourism in Canada is a $105 billion industry and it's killing it. American visitation is way, way, way down. And we're just really, really frustrated. And I've spoken with these ministers, said, you know, this is not helping. It's definitely hurting. We need to eliminate it. And it's been very, very frustrating that they've now extended it to September. We don't understand it. We're scrapping. Scratching our heads. Science doesn't back it, business doesn't back it, local politics doesn't back it. We're wondering where these crazy ideas are coming from. We're
1: very, very frustrated. So why is it there? He's talking about it there. Science doesn't back it, business doesn't back it. It's killing the economy along the border, especially in his town, Niagara Falls, Ontario. All right, think of what's right there, Niagara Falls, Ontario. You go up and all the attractions. Those aren't attractions for locals. Those those are attractions for tourists. Those are people coming in from out of town, or crossing the border, going to the haunted house or anything else. You know, those that is a tourist town and it is being hurt because traffic is down at the border. And someone's good to point out on our text board. They never got rid of the random testing at the land crossing. Because they had two family members selected. So that's there. We were asking this morning, how often have you crossed the border into Canada since the pandemic is eased? And really what that is asking is how often have you crossed the border into Canada since the border was first closed in March of 2020? 95% of people who responded on that poll said never. What would be the normal reaction to that question in any given two and a half year period because that's what's it been right two and a half years i mean in any two and a half year period if we ask people in western new york how often have you crossed the border into canada over the last two and a half years I mean, you wouldn't have never gotten the response of 95% of people saying never. I mean, you wouldn't have got most people saying, oh, all the time. You wouldn't have had people saying, oh, like once a month, once every other month. But most people would say, you know, if we were to do this poll in 2019, hey, over the past two and a half years, how many times have you crossed the border? Most people have say would have said, you know, at least once, maybe a few times. I really believe that. But now here we are, 95% of people say never, and I'll raise my hand, I'm on one of them. And I'm not one of them because I can't figure out the arrive can app. I'm not one of them because I'm barred from entering Canada. Even though it is kind of hilarious that I'm not. My one COVID shot a year and a half ago counts the same as, uh, I guess, everybody who's been got, you know, dose number four or whatever last month. I, I, I'm i not, not crossing the border because I'm b- barred from doing it. I'm not... Not crossing the border because I can't understand the app or anything like that. But at some point, you know, I bet a good percent of that 95% is like me, and it's just like, no. You know, one, there's not really that good of a reason to. I mean, I don't know. I look at the stories in Canada. I was about to cross the border right before it was shut down. There was a concert I was gonna to go to up in Toronto. And it was like the week that COVID happened and then everything got canceled and they shut down all the events. And since then, I don't has anything fun happened in Canada? I don't know. Just like from my perspective, looking up there, I you know, there's a few uh concerts that I wouldn't have minded going to. Maybe I, I would have been there. For them, but there's no event really drawing me to and then there is a point too where I I don't know are people it's not like I'm putting a foot down out of principle it's not anything like that but there is a part of me that's saying well no I'm not crossing the border because you still got all this junk going on you know I I'm not gonna put up with it I'm just it's not that I can't figure it out it's, I, I don't want to. It's I think it's ridiculous. Why would I jump through any hoop to go and do something that used to be so simple? I got, I, there, what is compelling me to do that? You're telling me this is such an issue again that I need to fill out this app. And by the way, that's another part of it. I'm no grand conspiracy theorist. But, oh, um, you know, to uh, cross the border into Canada, you're going to need to uh, download our Canadian government app onto your phone and uh, upload your documents to there. I No thanks. You know, I'm just not going to do it. You know, I don't have TikTok on my phone. I'm not going to have a Rivecan, whatever app. I never had any, you know, what was the New York vaccine app that cost $8 million or whatever it was? Not putting that on my phone. I'm just, I'm not doing it. And I bet that a good percentage of that 95% who said, nah, I have not crossed the border once into Canada, is kind of in the same boat as me. Oh, you want me to install an app on my phone? And do this and that. And maybe you'll ask me to drive over here so I can get a COVID test. No. And it's that simple. And there's no good re I don't have a good reason why I say I just don't want to do it. And I'm not going to do it. And judging from the decrease in traffic, I-, I mean, it's half the people. If you look at May of 2019 versus May of 2022, even though the border is quote unquote open, They only have about half the traffic on the Peace Bridge. And I'd have to imagine that most of it is just because of that. It's partly because it's an extra step, an extra hassle. I don't want to think about an extra step. I don't want to tell somebody three days in advance, yeah, hey, I'm going to go up here. It's partly because, no, I don't want to download this government app on my phone. Not that I'm extra paranoid about it, but but I just no, no thanks. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be selective about what I put on there. And yeah, this doesn't rise to that level. And, you know, part of it is I I, I think a lot of it is just kind of an attitude that's festering. You look at what's happening over in L.A. You look at what's talked about in some of these other bigger cities. A mask mandate returning. I think of a lot of it as an attitude of just like, no, I'm I'm done. So if I have to do all these COVID things to cross the border, I'm not going to do it. Because I'm done with all the restrictions. I- I'm done with all of it. The mask, the app the card, the whatever. So if you're going to ask to do any of that, I'll say, no thanks. Good for you. Do what you want. But I'm going to be over here. I'd have to think that that's probably the attitude of a good portion of those who... 95% of people on our web poll, which, listen, you know, our polls like any poll. I I don't know how much it's worth. (laughs) But... It tells you something. I don't think you ever would have got that result. You asked that question in 2019 over the last two and a half years. How many times have you crossed the border? 95% to say never? I don't know. 803-0930 to join me. Brian Mazurowski here on WBEI.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours you've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight the better the reward you put in the hours the energy the tough labor you are a fighter and Modelo is your reward Modelo, the mark of a fighter drink responsibly beer imported by Crownland Port Chicago Illinois
1: Brian Mazerowski, back with you here on WBEN. Thanks for hanging out with me for the next half hour or so. Uh, We're talking about the U.S.-Canadian border. Uh, You know, another change in rules. This time it's primarily air traffic, but uh, it's got to be a bad omen for anyone hoping for a quick return to normal at the border. We'll go to Pat, uh, 803-0930, to join me, by the way. Pat is in Cheektawaga. Pat, have you tried to cross the border recently?
3: And yes, I did um about three four weeks ago, me and three three friends um were going over to Swiss Chalet to celebrate someone's birthday and we're in the we're a little older let's put it that way, and three of us had I don't the believe app. It. <laughs> three of us had the app on the other one had it on, but lost it because she had gotten a new phone, so we thought no problem, you know she's got she's got her vaccination card she's got her passport, you know. We went to, over the Rainbow Bridge. I have never seen a border guard so rude to us in my entire life. He, he pounded us, I don't have to let you over. You know, Dad I go, we have the documentation. I don't have to let you over. And he, I felt sorry for the people behind us because we were in line at least 15 minutes. And not saying anything, we weren't arguing with them, You know, he was acting like he was checking, like he, he, was, I kept, he kept saying, I don't have to let you over. And, we go, and at that point, we were ready to go, well, then don't let us over, you know? And he was just so rude about it. And um, from that experience, I am in no hurry to go back to Canada. I'll be honest.
1: Now,
2: uh,
3: and I used to go over a couple of times a year, you know? But not not the way we were treated.
1: You, you got over. What was the process? You didn't have the app or anything, um, or, or at least somebody in the party didn't have the app? What was the process to get over?
3: Right. She did not have the app on. But she had her passport and she had her vaccination card. And he still gave us a really big hassle about it because she was the only one that didn't have, have, you know, didn't go through the app and give them all your personal information and your vaccination card, you know, like we had.
1: You did but, the app. Did you think it was easy?
3: Um, I did the app. There, It was a little, I'll be honest, it was a little tricky. It was a little tricky, but I did manage
1: to plow through it. Well, Pat, but I hope I can it see goes. Why people nicer. don't want to do it? Hope it goes nicer next time, uh, if there is a next time, right? Um, and, and thanks please. for the call eight zero three zero nine thirty to join me here on W B E N. Yeah, I just, I it's an attitude that I have, and maybe that's a personal fault of me. But it has nothing to do with oh oh, it's just easy. I, I, mm, <laughs> I, the that's a phrase i hate when people say that oh just do it's easy just do that like how about no how about just bug off oh it's you know just, just download the app and you know do this or that like sorry maybe that's just me maybe that's just i like no i <laughs> either you're gonna let me in somewhere or you're not there's only so many hoops i'm gonna jump through I mean, it's bad enough getting into a lot of things these days. You go to any, you know, big major sporting event, it's all right. You know, now it's it's no longer just have your ticket and walk in. It's, oh, well, you have your ticket, and it has to be on a certain app, on your phone. So make sure your phone is charged and you have the brightness all the way up. So that we can scan this, or maybe it's not a scan, maybe it goes like the other way and you have to do the doot-doot-doot and, you know, uh, Apple Pay or whatever for it. And you you put it back in your pocket and we have that loaded up. And uh, no cash anywhere. Everyone, it's only, you know, take out your card for every purchase you make so that, you know, you can't just hand somebody $10. To wait for the receipt back and sign it and you know, do all these other things. Which, by the way, I hear from everyone inside uh, that nobody makes tips anymore. If you're a vendor, because nobody is paying with cash anymore. And people don't leave cash or tips on cards the way they do with cash. But it's just another one of these little things that just it meant to bug you in the side. And then, you know, before long, I'm going to feel like everywhere is the phone store am i just getting old is this why i have gray hair i don't know you let me know uh leslie is in Tanawanda. have you tried to cross the border leslie quite frequently yes what do you think about a, it
4: um i understand their reasoning they i've been able to do the arrive canada since the bridge opened i have family in michigan so i cut through i have put a residence in canada Um, But this last time going back, there was a lot going on, and I forgot to complete the app, and I got a miserable female custom agent like the previous caller, and she was very nasty, and she told me that this was my last—I didn't have any other times to forget, and that she could refuse me entrance, and that I've crossed 10 times before— And I just told her I understood, I understood, I understood, but she was miserable.
1: Do you think Canadians um, are not as nice as they appear? I just say, that you know, we always used to have, everyone has this image of uh, the friendly Canadians, and I don't know, I feel like that, like over our past two and a half years of not seeing each other as much anymore, I I, I feel like we get, it's now a different vibe. We have a different opinion of each other.
4: Um, I don't think it's the Canadians. I think it's the people at the border. I just—I you know, mean, I—I'd be,
1: I'd be a little cranky too, though, if I had to deal with everyone's app and nobody knows what's going on, and that was my work day every day, right?
4: Well, yeah, but I mean, not everybody knows how to do an app on on a phone. I mean, not every like those women in that car. I mean, they're obviously not twenty five. You know they're going over for dinner. You know what I. You know what I mean. Not everybody does that. Like, what's the big deal? If you've got your vaccination card and you're following all the rules and you have your passport, why do you got to? Why do you got to be like that?
1: No, I hear you, Leslie, and I agree. They uh, last caller sounded more like 28. That's what I. 27, not 25. Um, yeah, be careful there. But it's, again, just adding to—and, you know, we talked earlier this morning with Jamie Fiegel, Fiegel-Car Choice Immigration Law, and I don't know. You get this sense of that this really is another, like, 9-11 moment, and not, you know, the, the actual event, but in terms of how we're treating going to and from the border specifically— right because 911 happened and then all the you used to just be able to get over with your driver's license i mean it was not it, it was really simple to cross the border and then you know all of a sudden you know if if you're like me you have the driver's license with the little flag in the corner the the enhanced license or a passport now that you needed to cross the border from the US to Canada you needed something just a little bit more extra to be able to cross the border. It's like, "Okay, adding another step into this, another expense." Too. But all right, you know, you're adding another step and you know, this before COVID even happened, you know, we were talking with Jamie about some of the changes that were happening when Canada legalized federally marijuana. One of the things they Did alongside that was really crack down on their DUI and DWI laws, where it made it much more difficult if you had that on your record to cross the border. Now it's, you know, it's another little thing. And, you know, that's no judgment on whether that is a good or a bad thing. But now it's okay, maybe a little bit more that they're looking at at the border. Then the border was shut down, and now we have. Even more that we're, you know, now you have to upload documents into an app and you have to have this app if you want to cross the border. And it it just kind of builds over time. Nothing ever really goes away. But I asked Jamie this morning if, you know, is this here to stay? I mean, you listen to the Niagara Falls mayor, Jim Diodati, and, you know, he's, just kind of wondering, you know, what what is it? He, he says he doesn't get a good response. Well, I mean, listen to him right here. We keep asking for the rationale. They never
2: give us the answer. So we're not sure what it is. I've always been told follow the money. So I don't know if there's some major money commitment to the Survive Can app. I'm not sure if it's something in that regard. But what we do know is it's not helping. It's definitely hurting. And there's a lot of people, innocent people, that are suffering because of bad decisions by federal government.
1: And the government keeps the app going, even though everybody's telling them, "Look, it's been bad for families. It's been bad for people who don't know how to figure out the app and upload all the information. It's bad for our tourism industry, which is decimated—not uh, you know when the border was closed for sure—but now even now, the traffic is down fifty percent. But there doesn't seem to be an appetite to get rid of this." And we asked Jamie Fiegel earlier, is this just going to be commonplace? Is this never going to go away? And she didn't say no. (laughs) I mean, she kind of gave us the, you know, uh, maybe. This might be the new normal. This might be another add-on. This might be when we turn to enhanced licenses and the passports. And then, you know, things got added a couple of years ago. I mean, this might might just be the next step and returning or crossing the border will never be the same again. And if that's true, and if you're one of the 95% of people on our web poll who said, well, I'm not crossing the border. I haven't crossed the border in the last two and a half years, even after it reopened. Are you ever going to cross the border again? I mean, certainly the... Little trips, I, I think, are gone. When you start adding in app, pre clearance plus your passport and everything else that you have to remember to go from one place to another, you know, gone are the days, I, I remember in high school, we would walk across, we'd park somewhere in Niagara Falls, walk across the Rainbow Bridge. You just needed your ID, your driver's license. And because you just needed your driver's license, I mean, we'd walk across and we'd do, like, nothing. We'd go to Clifton Hill. We might go to one place. Might eat at one restaurant. Might just go to, you know, one wax museum or something like that. Uh, but nothing crazy. And then you just walk back. I mean, that's not happening anymore. If you, The more steps you have to go through, the more you cut that out. And you can say, well, I mean, all right, so they're losing... You know, $20. But that adds up over time. You know, that's a lot of little trips that aren't going to be happening. $20 here, $20 there, and there, and there, and there. And it's not $20 to do anything anymore, right? So all that adds up to, I I don't know, what is it? And then is it now no longer just a night stay over? Oh, maybe I was going to stay in the hotel. We make a night out of it. And we go to Canada, you know, no, no big reason. We'll go to the casino, or we'll go see, um, you know, the falls from a different perspective. They have a nice room where you're overlooking the falls, and we'll just stay there for a night. I mean, is that not going to happen anymore? If this is the future, what is the thing that's going to get you? To cross the board. I mean, it now has to be something big. Some show you really want to see, or some really, you have to have family over there. They're, you're going to cut down on all these little visits. On our text board, 8030930, if you want to weigh in on our text board, um, you, a lot of people complaining about just the app in general. And I'm, hey, I'll stand right there with you. Someone saying, if you're not plugged into a computer, you're irrelevant. And I can completely understand you feeling that way. And, again, it's not just the border. It's everything else you mentioned, right? If you don't have the smartphone, I mean, how many phone calls do you have to get to get a physical ticket to go to a hockey game or a football game? How do you pay? You know, if you don't have a smartphone, it's now a lot harder to pay for things in different places, Right. Someone else chiming in saying that they crossed the border on Father's Day to head over to Toronto, and they found it super easy filling out. And not sure what everyone's having an issue with. And look, there's two sides to the story. If you're one of those people, let me know too. It's like the quote from this morning uh, that I said that we tweeted out on this station. The only thing that's changing is a border requirement that was once there is now there again. And, you know, it's just that simple. But I I am the type of person, right, that the little annoyances, they add up and then you just reach a point where you just go, eh, no, enough, no thank you. We're uh, kind of done with it. Eight oh Let's head over to the phones. Uh, we'll go to Annette. Annette, you are north of the border. Yeah. What's your take on this?
3: Oh, well, here's the situation. You know, get this one. Uh, you know, I have crossed into the States, you know, uh, the same day within about five hours. And guess what? They expect me to find, uh, you know, get to a computer because I don't have an iPhone or a laptop. I have to go Go back home, go onto my desktop, and redo the Arrive Can for the second time of crossing in back into Canada, you know, within a few hours. Can you believe it?
1: I, it's, you're probably not alone, I would imagine. Do you have a lot of friends, uh, family, who have gone through the same thing you did?
3: Uh, not, not too many, no. Most of my friends live in Toronto, so they don't, they don't go to the States. But get this one. On Sunday when we went to the States, the American Guard said, well, I would love to go to Toronto and see a baseball game, but that arrive can is deterring me from going.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, and uh, that person isn't alone. Annette, thanks for the call. It's a little deterrent. You don't have to be somebody who doesn't have an iPhone or you know is adverse to technology. You could just be someone who doesn't want to an iPhone which is becoming a growing percentage of people I think. I if it wasn't for this job and fantasy football, I would get a flip phone right now. But I kind of need the app for my fantasy team. That's the only thing. If it wasn't for that. And then, you know, you kind of need it for the job. Oh, I get a flip phone tomorrow. But more and more, I mean, right, you can't necessarily do that. i get a flip phone tomorrow, and then I'd be on the phone, hey, how do I get these tickets? <laughs> I can't print them out. You're telling me I need a phone. George, you're on WBEM. What's going on? Uh, good morning. How
5: are you this morning?
1: I'm doing great, George. How are you?
5: Good, thank you. Uh, I just want quickly, uh, I just turned the radio on, actually, and was hearing about this. Uh, border situation. Um, uh, I have a, I have a flip phone myself. Uh, I have not been vaccinated. Uh, I cannot cross the border. I have one brother who is still alive, and I haven't seen him in two and a half years. Uh, and so they will they will not let me over. But I just want to tell you my experience very quickly. What happened uh, quite a few years ago? Uh, I am a dual citizen. Uh, I live here in the United States, and I had my green card uh, for quite a long time. And uh, I was coming from Canada into the United States one day, and uh, I was stopped at the border, and uh, the Border Patrol asked me a bunch of questions and uh, asked me what citizen I was, and I told him I was a Canadian citizen. I had my green card with me. And uh, he asked me, he says, well, why haven't you, why haven't you uh, 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 applied for citizenship? Well, I said, well, I don't really have the money for that right now, and uh, I'm using my green card. And he said to me, uh, unbelievably, he said to me, uh, well, there's two reasons why, why uh, you're not becoming a citizen. He says, uh, either you're lazy or you're a criminal. And I just looked at him like, uh, no, I just don't have the money. I'm, I'm using my green card. I, I mean, I, uh my green card was enough to cross back and forth.
1: It was enough. You had enough, and that's a bad ad. to yeah, so, George, I'm sorry to uh, cut you off, but we uh, got to get going here. I'm up against it. And listen, like, like I said, for me, it's just sorry. I'm not. It, it, you, you can ask people at work here how I feel about somebody telling me download this app on your phone. And right, I. It's just. It does not sit well with me. I just know. Please stop it. I don't want. Uh, the car thing. We're gonna go the car. If we uh, look like some new car, and it says, "Well, download the app, get out of here." <laughs> Next, I'll be back here tomorrow. Be Maz and Beamer. You've been listening to Brian Meszaroski on W B E M.